0: Hi, and welcome to faith Field Woman. This is Kristen, and I wanted to let you know that I've just recently rebranded the show from Spark of Faith to faith Field Woman. I'm so glad you're here with me today, and I cannot wait to see how God works in our lives and in our communities. Today, we're gonna to talk about how do we reignite in us the desire to seek in your family, this is the podcasting community for you. Grab your favorite beverage, your prayer journal, and your pen, and let's be encouraged. All right, ladies, let's jump right into today's topic, reigniting that spark in us, the desire to seek out God in our daily lives. I don't know about you. I don't know if this sounds familiar to you or some of you, but this has definitely happened to me. I go through seasons and I go through different days that sometimes instead of doing, you know, reading a devotional in the morning or two or doing, uh, right, filling out my prayer journal or spending time with scripture, I somehow get distracted and I don't do that. And then I wonder why I'm not feeling as connected throughout the day, right, to lo- the Lord. And, you know, my behavior often becomes clear that that I didn't spend that time doing that in the morning and then throughout the day right I can just tell I'm not as patient I am more easily more easily irritated some some of those days and so I want to talk about if this happens to us in a season or in a particular day because if we're being honest life can get busy and if we're not careful it's easy to put important things aside so in order to reignite that passion and that desire to spend time in the, uh, God's Word and you know, in prayer and connecting, you know, with the Holy Spirit, then I would just want to talk about this for a few minutes and then give you a few ideas in Scripture to encourage you in this way. I want to share with you an excerpt or two from the book Chasing Vines by Beth Moore that I think really spoke to this idea of reigniting that, desire in us to seek God. She says, being a branch to the true vine means living with Christ, breathing with Christ, doing day-to-day life with Christ. It's the ongoing awareness of his presence, even when there's no feeling of his presence. Our lives become witness to his witness. And then she goes on to say, in other words, following Jesus isn't about a prescribed set of rules or a certain set of behaviors. It's about being tethered to Jesus like he's oxygen, It's about being in his presence at every moment. When you're with someone you love, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It's about doing it together. And she finishes the section I want to share with like this. Abounding in love is possible only when we abide in him. We can't do the works of Christ by human might or by earthly power. We can only do them with the heart of Christ. We produce fruit by his spirit alone. When you begin to feel lifeless in him, look for the tourniquet that's cutting off the life flow. Most often we'll find in earthly ties that are cinched too tightly. We're meant to have the closest of loves and relationships with other people. But we can become so tightly wound up in them that the life force of Christ is reduced to an occasional random drip. The irony is that relationships we've prioritized over Christ have been cut off from the very force that's capable of making them flourish. To cheat people of Christ in you is to cheat people of a love that breaks through the narrow confines of our natural heart. According to one Bible commentator, the Greek word translated branch in John 15 emphasizes the idea of tenderness and flexibility, tenderness, flexibility. Sometimes when I want a Bible study group to get ridiculously excited with me over the definition of a Greek word, God rattles me with reminders that some of us are trying to survive another day of a difficult marriage, a chemo treatment, a bankruptcy, another intolerable job, parenting three three kids under the age of five or sobriety after decades of addiction. We're looking for help and and hope a heck of a lot more than a Greek definition. Part of abiding with Christ means abiding with other people too. We are here to help people in Jesus' name. This seems elementary, as if it should go without saying, but somehow I have to say it to myself continually. When we feel like people are finally about to drive us entirely over the edge, we are in precisely the right shape for a deep breath and a momentary break then it's time to bear in mind once again that people are the point. They need our tenderness. They need our flexibility. They may may just need us to sit with them and abide with them. Oh, I think that's so good. And I think, you know, something that really hit home for me about the things that she said in those different paragraphs is that, you know, it's about being present, being um, in doing life with Christ. And when we do that, we are able to, you know, basically be, you know, love, you know, in the world, love in our relationships. And I just have a few ideas for how we can keep our, you know, that flame for Christ to to seek him regularly, how we can kind of reignite that. And so here's a couple ideas for you. So the first is just get in God's word. Now, sometimes, even if you don't have, you know, 15, 30 minutes or longer to sit down with his word. I love having apps on my phone where, you know, I can at least read um, scripture and then read the devotional that goes with it if I have no time for anything else. And it's on my phone, so it's in my purse. And even if I'm waiting in a line or, you know, whatnot, I can can still do that. So first is, how do you get God's word, uh, you know, in your life? Some people, you know, and I do this as well, put up scripture, you know, in their office or in their bathroom, you know, places they're going to be, so that if they don't have time to sit down and get in God's word, it's there in front of them, you know, continuously. Switch them out, change them, rotate them, whatever you need to do. So the first thing is get in God's word, even if there's days where you can't consistently do it at the same time, or it's just you don't have that kind of time right now. You're in a season where life has gotten a little bit crazy, that's okay. And so that's the first thing is just find ways to get God's word into your heart, into your mind. And the next thing is, how do you cultivate a grateful and present heart like it it says in Jeremiah 4.14? So make sure you are very clearly, um, you know, being grateful for things in your life. You know, I like doing, you know, writing down on my daily, planner, you know, what I'm grateful for that day. And that really helps us have it, uh, you know, be grateful and it be, we be aware of what the things are to be thinking about those things throughout the day. The next is, are you showing up and serving others? Are you showing up in other people's lives? Much like she mentioned, it's really all about people. And I love what Philippians 2, four says, which is, Let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also the interest of others. You know, I'm not just talking about serving in a church or serving in your community, but serving the people in your house, serving the people in your fellowship and friend groups. How do we show up and serve others out of love? Because I think listening or getting in God's word, being grateful and serving others and showing up in others' lives, each of those things helps reignite in us to reawaken our desire to be close to God, our desire to have to do life with Christ. And so I think sometimes it's when we take the focus off of ourselves and we focus on our gratefulness. We focus on God's word and the promises he's provided to us in his word and by showing up for other people. You know, it's getting in community with others that can be, like I said, in your community, In small groups. It could be in a church, but it's how do you have community? Do you have people around you? One of the things you can do is ask others to pray for you to reignite that passion, that desire to seek God. And of course, pray to God to help you in that area, to show you what it is that you need to maybe prune, you know, like it's talked about in the book, Chasing Vines, prune away so that you can have that space and that new growth to seek God again. And then the next thing is, do you have a joyful heart? Now, you know, you know, there's obviously many scripture or Bible verses that talk about having a a joyful heart or doing things with joy. You know, obviously one we get that from um, the spirit, but also, you know, going about our work or the things we have to get done, you know, with a joyful spirit. So it's you know, doing it without being bitter or complaining, if you will, as it's mentioned in the Bible. And then the other thing that I think is so important is, are you, are there things that you feel, you know, called to? Is there a purpose that you feel God has, is calling you into that could be, you know, raising children that could be, you know, serving people, just loving people well that are around you. You know, it could be um, being a writer and sharing with them his word. It could be so many things. The other thing that sometimes people don't think about is, are you getting in nature? Are you getting in places that make you see just the wonder of God's creation all around us? I mean, every time I go outside, I, I actually kind of laugh and I giggle at just how creative all the creations on earth are, you know, just how creative and fun and amazing and beautiful the world is that God's created. And so getting in wonder, right, being in awe of his creations, that is another way to help us really reignite that desire to be in connection with God, to be able to co-create with God. And so when we're feeling like we're disconnected from him in some way, like we're not seeking him in the way we want to, go find wonder in your life. Go outside, you know, get around people that just, you know, they're filled with the Holy Spirit. When you get around that, it's contagious. And lastly, I think if you're not doing a prayer journal, you're not regularly writing in a journal where you say your prayers, your prayers that you've asked and then prayers answered, it's often easy to forget all of the prayers that have already been answered, right? And so going back and going through that, That is another way that we can really reignite that desire, reignite our passion to put God first, to seek God in our everyday lives. So I would encourage you to do that. If you've never done it, you can start your own in a notebook. You can buy. There's so many that have an area for your prayers. And then if their prayers are answered, but that is a great regular exercise to do. And I just want to leave you with this last piece of scripture. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. This is Romans 12, 2. And I think that says so much, right? Is We have got to continue to renew our mind, especially with God's word, so that we will know God's will. We will know his perfect will in our lives. And this is something we have to continuously do. It's not a one-time thing. So I would just encourage you in your day and in your week, just seek God, find people that will help you seek God, and then find ways in your own home to make it easier for you to keep seeking and finding his word and finding time to pray and meditate and listen to what he has to say to you. Thanks again for listening. And if you would like to be encouraged and lifted up, I have a seven day encouragement challenge. If you'd like to sign up, go to faithfueledwoman.com and just enter your email address and you will be sent seven days of Christian encouragement and inspiration to your inbox. Or go to kristenfitch.com and just click on encouragement challenge. All you have to do is put in your email address and you will get seven days of encouragement and tips and ideas for how to live a more encouraged life. Thanks again for listening to Faith Healed Woman. If you enjoyed the show, we would love it if you would share it with a friend. And if you would leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts because it helps us get discovered by more people to spread more hope in the world. Thanks again for listening in.